Let's get you fired up. Financially independent, retire early. If you're a small business, professional, or entrepreneur, and you're looking for a way to stand out amongst your competition, then this is the podcast for you. We focus on relevant digital marketing strategies and tools to help you stand out in your industry and become the market leader in your profession. Hey, we don't hold back on this podcast. We say it like it is. And sometimes you may not like what you're hearing, but I guarantee you, you'll know the information given is truly what you need to do to take your business to the next level. So hang tight because you're about to be fired up with me, Krista Mayshore. Do you need help standing out, getting more clients, and making more money with video? Well, I have the perfect guide for you. Even if you have no idea where to start and have never used video before, my Video Maven course will work for you. In today's market, it's nearly impossible to stand out and generate business unless you are seen. And this number one tool right now is video. To get my Video Maven course, just visit videomavencourse.com slash yes. That's videomavencourse.com slash yes. There's something called a parasocial relationship. And what that is, is, is that when we're young, we're taught that people that are on the other side of the screen, right? They're somebody that we should listen to. They're somebody that's important. And so it's been proven that we are programmed to automatically think that, right? They've studies and research have gone out and shown this. So you want to be on the other side of that screen and have people watching you because they're, they're developing a relationship with you. You're listening to the Real Estate Sessions podcast. Join us as we get the stories of the leaders in the real estate industry. Hey, everybody. Welcome to episode 224 of the Real Estate Sessions podcast. As I always say, thank you so much for tuning in and thank you so much for telling a friend. Today, I get to interview somebody who already interviewed me. This has happened a couple of times. It's a lot of fun. Uh, I'm going to be talking to a very dynamic, up, high motor, lots of power and intensity person. I hope that dis- I hope that's okay, Krista, to describe you that way. <laughs> yeah, I'm laughing. <laughs> Good. So I'm, I'm going to be talking to Krista Mayshore. Um, she is a realtor and also a coach. She has Krista Mayshore Coaching. She has Homes by Krista. That's her, her team uh, that uh, works the real estate market up in Northern California. I can't wait to get some of this great, some of her great takes. Krista, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me, Bill. Man, 246 podcasts. I know how much work that is. I'm pretty impressed. Oh, thanks. It's it's um it's a passion, right? It's got to be a passion to make it work. So for me, it is. You can tell you're enthusiastic, but I love it. Thanks. Thanks. Um, Northern California, born and raised, lived there your whole life? Yep, lived there my whole life, except when I went to uh, to college in Fresno. I've pretty much been here. Yeah. And so where are you at exactly? You're kind of east of the Bay, right? Yep, we're east of San Francisco, so we live in an area that's, man, if I was living in San Francisco, I'd be in a whole different situation, but we're kind of like on a much more affordable area in in California. Gotcha, good. And and like many in the real estate industry, this is not your first career. I, I find, I love the, I love what you did before, because <laughs> it's the second, and of all the people I've interviewed on this podcast, it's the second most popular job to have prior to becoming a realtor. And so by now, a few of the listeners have figured it out. What did you do before you were in real estate? I was a third grade school teacher. I have a master's degree in curriculum and instruction. 
That is awesome. So the coaching thing we're going to talk about, it's going to make perfect sense. But somewhere along the line, you decided, you know, and a while ago, you know, 15, 18 years ago, you decided to become a realtor. What, what caused that switch for you? Well, you know, um, my daughter actually ended up contacting uh, something uh, called spinal meningitis. And then she ended up um, having kidney failure and multiple strokes. And they told me that she wasn't going to make it uh, on three different occasions while we were at Oakland Children's Hospital for three weeks. And so she did make it. But when um, they told me that, you know, I should expect that she would have a lot of difficulties growing up and probably, you know, possibility of being mentally disabled, blind, deaf, I mean, the whole nine yards because she was, she was so, so sick, you know, and she ended up being amazing. She's absolutely perfect. But I decided at that time to leave, to leave teaching and, and to go be a stay at home mom so I could take care of her. And my, my idea was just to kind of play real estate and tinker around, you know, back then I could have sold, you know, probably six houses and make what I was making as a teacher teaching for six years with a master's degree, which, so that's just crazy even thinking about that. And what happened was I found out my husband was having an affair within a couple of months and that was, had my bank accounts were drained and uh, my kids were getting picked up by the, by the new girlfriend and I, 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 we had just bought in a brand new home. So, and I, my bank accounts were cleaned out and I had to pretty much survive. So I ended up diving into real estate full time and that's how it happened. <laughs> wow. Okay. So, so I, uh, first of all, the, what you learned in school, what you learned to become a teacher and that masters in curriculum and education had to be um, almost a godsend, right? To be able to help you have that energy or have that, that drive and passion and kind of know what to do because having the passion and the drive is one thing, but not having the right tactics, it doesn't really work. Yeah. Honestly, being a teacher, even in curriculum instruction, didn't really give me any knowledge or idea of what to do in real estate. They're both so different with the exception of my broker. I remember telling me that teachers do really, really well. And that's because we're educators, right? So the idea of really being an educator, taking great care of people is a really huge part as well as obviously being really driven and and going after goals and sticking to them and just not stopping to, you know, I I believe to my success is just having that servant heart and that servant mindset. Yeah. I love that. And that's, if you're talking about what, what the timeframe are we at here? 2005. So, Oh gosh, I've been a real estate agent for 19 years. So that, that was yeah around, right around 2000. Yeah. Right. So Mm -hmm. yeah. So the, think about it 20 years ago, you were doing the things that, yeah, two, 20 years ago, you're doing the things that you're probably coaching people to do today. Yeah, but a lot different now, too, because now I'm I'm heavily, heavily, heavily focused on digital marketing and utilizing social media and video and really getting them out there online, you know, online for people to see. And so we really, really focus on teaching people how to attract business and not um, chase it. And we do that by teaching them how to become the authority figure in their space. And that's quite honestly, what I teach in coaching is the exact thing that helped me continue to stay on top because, you know, I was, people will say I was lucky and I sold 69 houses my first year in the business on my own. It was all buyers. And I did that by just grinding the pavement, answering every phone call, working every weekend, working a lot of nights. If I didn't have my kids, I was working. And quite frankly, it's what helped me get through the devastation that I was, you know, going through at the time. And I just dug my heart and soul into being a really good mom when they were with me and then being a really good agent when they weren't. And, um, you know, I did things like open houses and I door knocked and I, I did what the traditional agents do. And now I teach completely opposite of that actually, but it worked back then, you know, and, right. um, 
yeah. The difference I think that back then was that I was willing to do whatever other agents weren't, meaning, you know, I always tried to see what, and I recommend everyone doing this in your business all the time. Number one is looking at what your top producers are doing in your area and seeing how can you do the same of what they're doing that's working, but also how can you do things differently than everyone else's? So for example, I was doing four page color brochures back then when nobody would even, they were doing black and white one page, right? I would take all the pictures that I always make sure they're professional pictures and I'd put them on a little CD and I put the CD on my signs back then. You know, I, I was running ads on TV for my listings um, when no one else was willing to do that. And I was willing to spend the money that it took to help me market not only my listings, but also market myself. Because when you're marketing your listings properly, you're also properly marketing yourself. So I was really, um, I invested back in my business and in myself. And, and I still continue to do that all the time. Yeah. As, as we kind of go through the 2000s, how was the recession for you up in California, Northern California? I know that, you know, I was in Arizona and we got hammered. I'm yeah. sure it was rough, but how did you, did you uh, adjust and pivot and, and move to different places to kind of keep your business strong? So I did um, with reluctance, I will say. So in my career, I've pretty much always sold close to a hundred homes or, you know, my, my, my best year, I did 169. My worst year I did 12. And that was when the market got better in real estate. So when the market started to shift, I had realized there was going to a shift that was going to happen. So I started researching foreclosure companies. I got my, you know, foreclosure certificates and short sale certificates on how to be the best person. I went to conferences and I met asset managers. I would fly to different banks. I'd fly to asset management companies. And I ended up, you know, working with 13 different asset management companies and in banks. So I absolutely transitioned and made the shift, which we all have to be willing to do is make the shift when the shift happens. And so that was really, really helpful. But when the market switched back is we got hit about 75%. So our houses depreciated here at 75% on average. It was really, really bad. Yeah. And so, you know, I was selling hundreds of foreclosures, like I said, 169. And that was just with myself, with a full-time assistant and then a full-time transaction coordinator helping me. It wasn't a me and a bunch of agents. It was just me. I was the only agent uh, doing the business and it got crazy, but the market got better. And I remember going to a listing appointment and the, um, I didn't get the listing, which was really rare for me. And I asked why, and they said, well, Krista, we are told that you are the foreclosure queen. And I remember thinking, oh my gosh, I am. I'm the first, the short sale foreclosure queen. I got to make a switch. So I had, the market was getting better, which was awesome, right? For, for the economy. I'm great for the community. I'm happy it happened, but for my business, it tanked. And I had, you know, two little girls to take care of at that time. You know, Jalen Jane Jane was, Kaylee was seven and Jalen was 10 and I had done so well, uh, but I had to make a shift. So I ended up going and um, taking a lot of classes on marketing and digital marketing. And I looked at what the Fortune 500 companies were doing. How were they, you know, Fortune 500 companies? And quite frankly, that's the book that I wrote, Sell 100 Homes a Year. It's based upon the principles of the Fortune 500 companies. And so I started treating every business like it was a mil every home, like it was a million dollar home. I did full page, you know, you know, full videographies, drone photography, you know, staging, like you name it, we did it. And we, we learned how to uh, market when, as soon as Facebook came and they offered marketing, I learned how to market on Facebook correctly and how to target people and retarget people. And we started just having a massive online presence. So then very quickly, I became known as the digital marketing queen and uh, pretty much uh, the house, I, I ended up selling like back up to a hundred. So I went down to 12, right? So I went from selling around a hundred or give or take, you know, 130, 120 down to 12 houses 
And I was like, oh my gosh, panic. And then within a year, I was able to go back up to over 100, uh, somewhere around that area. It's between you know 80 to 120-ish. I get confused with the year, so forgive me. But um, I ended up, those, and none of those were short sales and foreclosures. It was like my, it was like 80% normal sales and 20% foreclosures and short, short sales. So I just revamped my business again. And when the market started switching again, right, I really focused on digital. And so that's what everyone should be doing. We have to have a heavy, heavy online presence. We have to be utilizing digital marketing. We have to be utilizing social media. We have to be utilizing video. Um, And that's what's helped me continue to, you know, actually break out into the coaching business very, very quickly. We've We've done, um, you know, we've already hit um, seven figures uh, in our coaching business within a two-year time frame, utilizing the exact same strategy I'm talking about right now, as well as, you know, continue to do really well in real estate. I love the fact that, well, first of all, I'm going to say this. I love um, the digital marketing queen sounds much nicer than the foreclosure queen. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I love the fact, yeah, you're right, that you have to do exactly what you're teaching your, your clients to do in order for you to be successful as a coach, right? It's the same thing. You've got to use those same tools and, and, and tactics and strategies. Uh, so it's not just somebody kind of reading off some strategies they read somewhere. It's, this is something you've learned over time. Well, and it's so true. So many coaches, they coach because they can't do, right? Well, the difference is we, I have done, I mean, I've, I've sold over 2000 homes in my career. And I, again, people think that's me and a huge team. That's, that's me. And typically an assistant and a transaction coordinator we've hired um, recently uh, since I started coaching, I now have um, two full-time agents that are, that work on my team. Um, and we have a, a buyer's agent who really hasn't been really working. She's had a rough year. So I really would like to say it's really only two agents. And although we only closed 78 deals last year, that's with me working on my coaching business, you know, 98% of the time and just being the face of my, of my basically utilizing the strategies and tools that I teach my students to do. Um, and my, that my new agents that have come in have been able to kind of help me, um, in that. So it, it, it is kind of rough to see, you know, I went, I saw the hundred and 54 houses in 2017, 101 in 2018, and then 78 in 2019. And so it's kind of a little bit of a a tearjerker. But the hard thing is, is the good thing is, is my focus is on my coaching. We have had over 700 coaching students, um, you know, come through our program. We have about 45,000 people on our list that we've reached through social media. Um, I've written, uh, I'm on my fourth book in that two year time frame. Two of them are best selling books. And so Again, my focus has been on continuing to master the real estate aspect of it, but mainly to help my students. And so we've let my own personal production has kind of gone down in that area, but it's increased with the coaching. Well, I mean, that's something that's fixable too, though, right? I mean, that's uh, obviously you're going to find that balance uh, eventually where you're able to keep that team going at a high level and keep your other business running well as well. Yeah. So that's um, the name of your podcast. Fired up with Krista Mayshore. It's called yeah. Fired Up with Krista Mayshore. We just hit forty thousand downloads. I'm not sure if that's good or not, but we, we launched uh, back in August, and we just hit forty thousand downloads. So my team was celebrating. I'm like, well, I'm not sure if that's good or bad. <laughs> that's uh, that, look, that's great for something that's four or five months old. That's fantastic. Yeah. yeah. So great work there. What's the what was the philosophy behind that? What was your thought behind starting a podcast? What did you see that helping you with? So, I mean, I would encourage every single real estate agent or lender out there to do that. My podcast is focused on helping real estate agents, lenders and entrepreneurs, local professionals. Um, But if I I would absolutely be doing a podcast locally if I did not be if I wasn't doing this for my um, coaching business because and I just don't have the time to do 
too, quite frankly, because the idea is to expose yourself to the most amount of people as possible. And one of the strategies that we teach in the Sell 100 Homes a Year book is basically is you have to be seen as the authority figure. So for example, I sold, you know, 2000 homes, but if nobody knows that, you know, I'm an expert, I'm a true expert in real estate, right? And in digital marketing. But if nobody knows that I'm an, an expert, they're not going to see me as the as the as the expert. So you have to position yourself as the authority figure in your area to be seen as the expert. They kind of go hand in hand. And right. so as you start um, interviewing people, as you start, you know, interviewing local businesses, giving tips and tricks, anything real estate or community related, your job is to be the mayor of your town in that and to let give, you know, give all the information about what's coming, what's working, what's not working, new attractions, new subdivisions, new laws that could affect people. Your job is to be that go-to person, anything real estate related. And the best way to do that is number one, it's through video. Okay. Because when you utilize video, and you properly distribute it. Very, very important to be to properly distribute video. People get to know you, they get to like you, they get to trust you, and you position yourself as the expert. Hey, did you know I have a YouTube channel? If you love my podcast, you'll love my YouTube page. I have over 200 informative videos that are free, of course. Think of my YouTube page as a bigger and super informative version, just like my podcast. And you'll get to know me even better because you can actually see me. Please don't forget to subscribe while you are on my page. To visit my page, just visit youtube.com slash Krista Mayshore Coaching. That's youtube.com slash Krista Mayshore Coaching. Or simply search my name, Krista Mayshore.